over again. <laughs> Cramming that finger right in there. Good evening, Commander Dayton. Good evening, Commander Walls. How are you, buddy? Doing great. Awesome. We got a Juneteenth coming up here. When is that? Is that a real day? I think it's the 19th, but it's uh, going to be observed on the 20th this year. Is that because the 19th is Father's Day? No, because it's a Sunday. So Juneteenth being a national holiday now, um, you know, the government doesn't work. Did they ever? Mm. Mm. <laughs> That's a touchy mm. subject, especially if you've let's been in the DMV. There. We're not going to start that right out of the gate, my man. We can't do that. But let's let's fire it off with your girl, uh, Cardi B here. Oh, man, Cardi B. So the last I knew, WAP stood for things I'm not going to mention on the podcast. But according <laughs> to Cardi B now, it stands for weak-ass president. She misses the Trumponomics, a Democrat supporter, a Joe Biden voter, misses the Trumponomics. Mm. What's going on here? I think people are having what we like to affectionately call buyer's remorse. <laughs> like, oh, God, what have I done? And I feel like I overpaid for this. Uh, because I had to seriously work hard to get this president into office. Uh, and now it is a complete and utter disaster. I mean, how brilliant does Trump actually look right now with the fact that he has that clip of like, hey, if Joe Biden gets elected, your 401ks are going to be cut in half and gas is going to go to six, seven, eight dollars a gallon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, about that. Man, dude, I just gotta say, you're looking like Jesus over there. Forget about know, Trump. You're looking like, like Jesus with the light shining in. It's it's gonna bless you, you know. Thank you, Father may, Dayton. May the spirit of the Lord be upon you, and for the show. Shalom, shalom, dude. You're looking good over there, though. The light shining down. It's almost you. You got the studio effect going on. Yeah, I tried to close that window. I don't know what's going on. This dude, is... I like what I'm seeing there, though. <laughs> it's kind of weird. See the whole show like this. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't. Cool. Hopefully it doesn't. Well, sun, I mean, at least the sun's out at a quarter after eight Eastern time, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, we got to enjoy these days here in Michigan. We only have a handful of them per year that the Lord blesses us with quality uh, weather where we can enjoy actually being on this planet. Yeah, especially with the gas prices. I mean, where are they now in Michigan? Uh, I filled up yesterday at five twenty-five a gallon. We should, yep. you, you know, what we should do. We should have a tracker every week. We're going to record the gas price. I know last week it was over five bucks a gallon already in Michigan. Mm -hmm. It was at four thirty-nine by the gas station by my house. Actually, oddly enough, it was at four thirty. I got home. We went out really quick and got back, and it was at four four thirty-nine an hour later. I'm like, oh my god! Now it's at four fifty-nine. This is South Carolina, like middle of we nowhere should, in the South. You know, kind of like how like Hannity had that thing on his show for like the longest time. It was like day 172 <laughs> of Americans left behind in <laughs> Afghanistan. Every every show I was like, dude, we know. Yeah, this is day up. like 36 of five, $5 gallon gas. Dude, I do have, I have an idea though. I mean, this is going to sound crazy. It's going to sound like maybe nobody's ever thought of this before. And I can't believe that nobody has actually thought of this, given that we were just in a pandemic. You know, this is just nuts. But what if we all just stay home for two weeks to flatten the oh curve? Oh, my God. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? I think it'd be awesome. Let's flatten. We're gonna boycott gas. Two weeks. Stay home. You stay home. Do your part. Lower those gas prices. We're boycotting all petrol. All of it. Not gonna drive anywhere. Fix the damn roads. Right. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't it be a novel idea if we just tried some things that we didn't try before? So. <sighs> What irritates me the most is when you see people say that the gas prices have nothing to do with the presidency. 
So answer me this, Dayton. Bush, who was a rhino, granted gas prices weren't that high. They say, well, during the Bush era, or Bush era, gas got up to $2.50 and blah, blah, blah. We also started a war in the Middle East, mm-hmm. and gas prices still weren't that high. But then Obama comes in office. And we all knew when that was because gas prices were going up and up and up. And then Biden's in office and gas prices are still going up. But a strange thing happened in between. For four years, there was a different president. So why did gas prices go down for four years during Trump if the presidency has nothing to do with gas prices? I mean, supply and demand. I mean, that's that should be the name of the show every week, supply and demand, because, uh, well, here's what I'll say. The president of the United States should not be able to affect the gas prices, right? He shouldn't. There shouldn't be any reason. It should be free market. But unfortunately, with a stroke of a pen, in this case, most recently, uh, on his first day in office, Joe Biden did things to cut the supply domestically of oil production, energy production. He did it with a pen, blocking things, terminating leases, making it difficult, um, shutting down a pipeline. You know, all those things, people go, oh, that's not that big of a deal. But is it? Isn't it? What do you think, Cardi B? Do you think he should have done something different? Cardi, pay attention. You paying attention or are you playing with your WAP? <laughs> Dude, I, did, I feel like we're beating a dead horse, but I want someone to listen to this who doesn't understand and finally understands, right? And says, <laughs> oh my God. Clip right there, that clip. Hey, Cardi, you paying attention or you playing with your WAP? That is, that is oh going to be God. a good one. But you know, I want. <laughs> I want people to hear this and understand like this needs to be driven home. Imagine if they taught these things, if they were teaching these things in school right now. You don't have to talk about the presidency. Just talk about the government, how political uh, political action can affect the economy and mm-hmm. what that does to people. Because Cardi B starting to understand now. Right. And then the other thing that gets me is when you have a president like Biden who says, oh, I'm so affected by this. No, you are not. You don't even pay for gas. You have a chauffeur. You are the president of the United States. I mean, this one just hit home. I don't know if you saw this, man, but Debbie Stabenow, who is the senator from Michigan, decided to like go on this little tirade about how she has an electric vehicle and she drove to Washington, D.C., and she didn't care about the gas prices at all because she was just waving as she drove by all the gas prices. It doesn't matter. Well, hey, tone deaf uh, senator, people still drive other vehicles that require gasoline. Those constituents of yours, those people you're just waving as you go by, toodaloo, toodaloo, I'm in an electric car. Well, no, pe- we can't afford electric cars. Not everybody can get that. So you just I, can't I, just wave as you go by. And you're supposed to be the one making the decisions. What planet are you on? It's like, how many of these people, here's what I think. Chad, I really think before I get going too crazy, but here's what I really think. I think Disney is at fault because they're the ones that have Marvel and they introduced the multiverse because that's got to be what the Democrats are at. They're on a different plane. They're in a different multiverse than the rest of us. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I agree. I'm not wrong. Yeah, it is. It's like when you read the comic books and if you I don't read many comic books, but I understand, you know, people always wonder where like Batman, the Dark Knight series comes comes from and where does Mr. Freeze and all them come? It's because they're like different universes. And you're totally right. It's like the Democrats are playing government in a different universe as if economics and the free market works different somewhere else. Yeah, it's almost like they're trying to play a video game and they turned off the difficulty level and put it on easy and they're like, oh yeah, we don't we don't have to do anything. Like it's we can just reset whenever we want. The only problem is this isn't a damn video game. This is our lives. Mm-hmm. That it's just like so the next point that we have here, these people are so tone deaf that they want to continue to do the same things 
saying that it'll work at some point. A Democratic uh, congressperson, his solution to stopping gun violence was to put a thousand percent tax on guns. So that would take our on ARs to be more specific. And I think it was AR 15s because they don't understand what an AR is. They don't under, it's just a rifle. It's not an assault rifle. Rifles, assault. The word assault is a verb. If I punch you, Dayton, I assault you. Correct. If I hit you with a gun, I assault you with a gun. If I hit you with a bat, I assault you with a bat. That doesn't make it an assault I bat. I demand a total ban on all assault bats because but, this is getting dude, out of control. And I a, want assault golf clubs gone. And I want assault knives gone. This is it. That's the AK, right? Assault what? knife. Yeah. Oh no. What is? The, oh, that you meant. Oh, that's so totally different. Sorry. So you would take like a, I don't know exactly what the math is, but you would take like a five hundred dollar AR, which originally stood for Armalite rifle. It was the manufacturer of the AR, and turn it into a fifty thousand dollar gun. Did you know people are still going to buy them? And you know what else is going to happen? People are going to figure out how to manufacture them for cheaper. But what people don't understand is, you know what happens? I know you do, Chris. This is a rhetorical question. <laughs> do you know what happens when the government imposes larger taxes? Inflation. <laughs> it, that And it increases revenue for the government. So the people who want to put a tax on you are literally putting money in their own pockets because taxes do not go back to the business. They don't go back to me and you. They go directly back to the government. That's how the government has revenue. It's because of taxes because we know the post office loses money every year. So it's not the post office. So think about how taxation is theft. It's funny. You mentioned about stabbing on being so tone, tone deaf. They are so tone deaf to everything. They're stupid. They're stupid. They are stupid. Well, man, I saw you sl slam a drink there. You getting geared up for this rant? Uh, what do you that's got? a LaCroix. Share with it's a LaCroix. Oh, you brought a LaCroix. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, but this is a pample. I guess it is LaCroix. June and LGBTQ month. So, well, so well wait a with my can. <laughs> there it is. Uh, mm. I should have poured a shot of vodka or something in there, you know, get a little vodka tight over here. Croix. Yeah. Is there a French? What's, a, you know, the French only do wine, right? A French Bordeaux. Sure. Whatever. Dude, bust it down. Let's go. Rant. Bust I want to see down. it now. Bust it down. Yeah. I just, I can't take these people seriously anymore. I mean, I never could for a while now. Ever since I was, I'm a self-proclaimed Obama voter, 2008 election. I voted for Obama. Needed change. I thought McCain was exactly what he was, which is a rhino. He's just an establishment Republican. Well, he was. Rest in peace. And, um, you know, but then you go through it and you get a job and you see that more taxes are taken out of your paycheck you see that you get penalized on your taxes because of obamacare and then someone comes along and says i'm going to repeal those taxes that you get penalized on because you don't have health insurance think about that chris i'm going to penalize you because you don't have health insurance so oh my god the, the most americans ever are on health insurance yeah because you force them to sign up but then you like Health insurance is should not be a handout. Go get a job. Go pay for your health insurance. It's crazy. So there was a comms director, an old Obama comms director, was talking about how conservative media dwarfs liberal media in size and scope. The Dems are just purely out, outgunned. It's like we've talked about this a while ago, but they... They internalize everything that they hate and they don't like about themselves and they just mirror it onto everyone else. So like the fact that 
they say everyone else is racist. It's because they are, in fact, racist. Like, you see those far-left Democrats, and I'm not saying all of them. I have friends who are liberal and I'm sure are not racist. But the policies that they do, the things they do, do not help other races. They help to line their pockets because they're globalists. That's what they do. So this guy, he's a comms director, is saying how the Republican media is like, it's all anyone sees, all anyone watches, all anyone pays attention to. And I'm thinking about this. And I'm thinking, how stupid is this? But it's like a twofold thing. One, no one liked the CNN app. Why? Because your content's garbage. But how many more mainstream liberal media outlets can you think of compared to conservative? I mean, I can think of CNN, NBC, ABC, MSNBC, like all those outlets are all liberal biased. The only mainstream one that's conservative biased is Fox. Obviously, you know, there's all the the smaller ones, Breitbart News, Daily Wire, News, Newsmax, and there's one America network or something. But I mean, I'll be honest, I don't watch those. Those are those, those are garbage to me. But I just don't get Dude, what you're saying, how tone deaf they are. They literally, I'm going to say it again, but they're so stupid. I don't get how they come up with this stuff. But then you see these things. And he talked about how Democrat donors always ask the question, why do Democrats suck at messaging? It's not that they suck at messaging. Joe Biden won the office of the presidency. They can't suck that hard at messaging, right? But the reason why one might say that is because you don't have any good things to talk about. If Democrats came out and said to the public what they really do, which is, hey, when we get in office, we're going to increase your cost of living, but your wages probably won't increase. We're going to create... a like a fake job shortage because we're going to increase taxes on businesses and therefore they're going to cut 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 jobs and because we're increasing the taxes your cost of living is going to increase but they can't raise your income because well we're taxing them more and you know the real reason why we want abortion is because we want to make sure that the lower income communities you know can have free abortions and that way we can continue to create a gap in the wealth. Like, who's going to listen to that message? But that's what happens. That's what happens every time Democrats are in office. These aren't the Democrats like JF, JFK back in the day. When JFK talked about the free the free market, JFK wasn't pushing uh, same-sex marriage or the transgender movement down everyone's throat. They weren't uh-huh. doing that. JFK was a totally different Democrat than what they are now. But that's why your messaging, it doesn't suck. Because you lie through your teeth the whole time. But if you said what you really wanted to say and what really happens, yes, your messaging would suck. So I don't understand how these people are so tone deaf. It's incredible how they're still in office. How does that happen, Dayton? How does that happen? Well done, my man. Well done. Per usual. How does that happen, just, though? Ah, I mean, it's because we, our whole system's broken, actually. We don't live in a democratic mm. republic anymore. That, and that's the biggest mm. farce that I think that uh, is propagated as we grew up, you know, in school and, you know, that teaches how our, how our government works. And they call it a democratic republic where we vote in people to represent us in the republic uh, and speak the voice of the constituents. But that is not what we have. It is very clear that our leaders today do not feel any sense of obligation to gauge their wishes of their constituents and then represent them. They very much contrarily choose to, um, once they're elected, as you so adequately said, they lie through their teeth to do whatever it takes to get elected because then they think I'm in power. Now I get to choose. I'm going to decide what's best for everybody. 
It's like, no, that's not at all what we decided on as a government. So until we get to the point where we understand that we don't need representation, there should not be 500 representatives in any government body Mm. with the technology that we have today. And then, I mean, and then we go back and you have those things and they talk about, uh, you know, dwarfing their uh, liberal media. And it's not though, because if their, their messaging sucks so hard, if that was the case, how do they get elected? It's because they control the mainstream media. And I think what's, what's going on, if you think about it is in terms of traditional media, the Republicans, obviously the Fox news app does a much better job than CNN because it's not around anymore. But when you look at modern media, it's a totally different story. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that is liberal controlled. And that's where people get their news from. Whatever happened with that? Did, did Musk end up buying Twitter? What happened with that? It's still in process. It's supposed to happen I mean, by Oct- October. But Musk is talking about a uh, that Twitter breached the agreement oh. by misreporting the amount of bots. So they're you know fluffing the numbers for the user base. And of course they do. I'm, I, I really wonder what Musk's play is here. Because if either side breaches the contract or doesn't fulfill its duty for some reason, uh, one side would have to pay pay the other like two billion dollars or something. <laughs> so there's there's a play going on there somewhere. Well, I mean, you're at what is it, forty four billion? Something like price? that. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, knock off two billion. I'll take it for forty two. <laughs> okay. I think he's just playing the market and messing with the stock stock price. And he's probably out there making money for him and his cronies. What is the stock price? So what's happened with that? Let's look that up. Yeah, I don't know. What is While their ticker symbol? Here. Sim- what's their ticker symbol? Just TWTR. Oh, man. Yeah. Prices in the last five days, it's gone from 40 bucks a share. Oh, well, it's not that much. This is a small scale. Oh, well, hold on. I've got a three-month well, up That's the here. last day. I'm sorry. So, because that happened in the last three months, it's gone from, you know, 52 a share to 39.53. So, mm. it's down. It's $12 down. That's crazy. I think it's time to buy up Twitter stock, huh? I mean, isn't the share price per share price like 54 or 52 for what he's purchasing it at yeah yeah some something like that yeah, Musk interesting. is buying twitter for how much per how share? much money do you have to have 54 20 per share oh yeah i wonder how that works so like if that goes through and you own shares of twitter do you get paid out or like i don't get it yeah, I don't working? know how that works. Mergers and acquisitions. We'll have to ask one of those cronies on Wall Street. Yeah. But what I want to talk about is a wholesome story. This yeah, is exciting news, Dave. It is. Your man, your boy, my Fat guy. Tiger. Which no one Trailer knows. Park who version that of Tiger is. Woods, That's Patrick right. Reed. Patrick Reed is joining the LIV Golf League which means now he's been suspended from the PGA Tour, which is fantastic. We never have to watch him on mainstream golf again. Well, that's assuming that PGA is going to be considered mainstream. Yeah. I don't get Think about the money. Dustin Johnson got $125 million signing bonus to go to the well, LIV. That's golf his league. contract. Yeah, for the year. Right. But then he can still take part of the purses. So, like, the purse for the PGA Championship was $12 million, I think. The purse for the first LIV golf tournament is $25 million. Smaller tournaments are, like, seven to eight million. The first tournament is a $25 million? How much is the Masters? I thought that was only, like, 20 or 15. No, it's less than that. The Masters purse uh, was $15 million. Wow. So... Whoever, so how is this LIV 
who's backing this? I mean, I know it's in Saudi Saudis. Arabia. Yeah, Saudis. That, so they just it's decided the money. we're going all in on golf? I guess. I don't know. Well, so they have uh, Dubai has a bunch of really nice courses. And I guess they're taking this thing global versus just in the U.S. They want to create like a global competitive golf golf league. And they want to create sort of a, a free agent market where, okay, if the PGA is going to ban players, well, we'll, we'll pay you $125 million a year to come play for us. Right. Now, granted, those guys who went over there lost all their sponsorships. So how much ever they were making on that per year, they've now lost. But they're kind of creating like a quasi-free agent market. But how for, long until like for golf? See, this is reminiscent. And I was listening to a little bit of this on sports radio when they were talking about like, oh, these guys are walking away from the PGA. They're not going to get to, you know, uh, play in any of these tournaments anymore. And look at what they're giving up. And I literally had this flashback of when I left Keller Williams, the biggest, baddest brokerage around. Right. And I went to some no name company, EXP Realty. Right. And the person at Keller Williams said, Chris, why are you leaving? You know, what about culture? We have we have culture here and, and tradition. And I literally looked at her and I said, I am the culture. And if I'm leaving your organization and going to another organization and people like me continue to do that, then the culture shifts. It doesn't go away. It just goes away from you. And so that's what I would say to the PGA is uh, don't be arrogant. If another company like this, the live tour is coming around and they're paying people, you should be scared. You should be real nervous because, oh, by the way, that little no name brokerage went from 6,000 agents to over 81,000 agents in four years. Yeah. And is one of the largest real estate companies in the world now. Mm. We compete very heavily with Keller Williams. And I think I think the LIV, I think it's going to be around. You're pulling Dustin Johnson. I mean, you got Fat Tiger on your roster. Phil Mickelson. <laughs> I mean, these are, you know, that's the thing is, and here's the other thing too, is it's golf is not a team sport. Golf is an individual sport. So people are going to go watch, you know, Dustin Johnson play because they want to watch him play wherever he's playing. It doesn't matter if he's in the PGA. It doesn't matter if he's in America. It doesn't matter where he's at. If they build that out and do it right, he's good on every course. Here's what's funny is the 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 LIV golf tour here. So it's going to be 48 players in a tournament in teams of four. So it's 12 teams of four will play against each other. So they're, you know, what, what, what I think is funny is exactly what you're saying. A few years ago, everyone was talking about how much they hate the commissioner of the PGA because he's such a prick. And then you have yeah. this thing where I'm like you these guys are leaving because they want to go make like what Dustin Johnson said. I don't want to golf forever to make, to make money. I want to make money. And then, you know, I don't want to golf for till I'm 70, 80 years, years old. I want to make money and do, do my thing. And the yeah, PGA I tour. I want to be able to slam a beer on the turn and just like, make sure I hit that putt if I want to. And I don't have to worry about whether or not I'm going to make a million dollars on this putt. I just want to play for fun. Yeah, and I think what the PGA Tour is hoping is that this is this seems to be a completely global league. Like there's uh, with the absence of the U.S., they're not playing tournaments in the U.S. I don't know the exact breadth of it, but I think what the PGA Tour is doing is they're saying if you leave the PGA Tour, you can't come play any PGA Tour's events. There's zero exemptions. Like you're done with the PGA Tour. You will. It's a hard line. If you don't resign, we are resigning you. So they're saying that because, I mean, if I'm a guy, do I want to travel all across the world every week to play golf? Or do I want to just travel across the country? So it's very interesting to see what the PGA Tour is doing here and what the outcome is going to be. I think yeah. we'll see in the, the next three to five the years. Money. Right. Some Johnson, of these... his, his career earnings are $75 million and they just gave him $125 million. He, So now he's yeah. going to be at $200 million. Like, dude, I think the struggle is they they need to pull that one big name. Like Dustin Johnson's a big name, but he's still kind of a tool. So didn't they get Phil Mickelson? 
Yeah, but Phil Nicholson's a douchebag too. Like people hate Phil because he's well, so is Patrick Reed. Exactly. So they don't have like they need to get a, a Dushambo, right? Dushambo is exactly. So everyone who people think are douche douchebags in the PGA Tour literally went to the LIV Golf Golf League, right? So it's going to be interesting. Do you not feel to see like what it's like maybe like uh, WWE versus WCW Monday Night Nitro? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, there's so it's many a things. New in there. World Order of Golf, dude. The NWO <laughs> in wrestling was great. Dude, it was the that squad was baby. lit, man. So this, all right, Chris's corner. Let's all get right, into man, it. I'm excited it. for this. I feel like you're already getting a little fired up. This is where you really get torqued. So, man, number one, it's a heater. Man, people are still suffering from Trump derangement syndrome. I hear it all the time. Are we going to have to hear about this for the next 40, 50, 60 years of our lives? Yeah, because of Donald Trump Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Or Eric Trump or Ivanka or all of them. I mean, they're all, I mean, it's, it's, you know, ironically, it's kind of like COVID. Man, some of us just have natural immunity to it, and we don't have to worry about it. Other people are like, I got to go watch CNN and get vaccinated from Trump derangement syndrome. Uh, and they just continue to go on and on. But you get sick, they get they fall into their, uh, their trap, man. It's just a pit. I don't know. Honestly, Chad, I don't know if he ever designed that intentionally to be that polarizing. So that he could just control those people. Like, I mean, if you lose your mind, think about it. If you're so mad, you just can't think straight. You don't make good decisions. You're being controlled by that person. You're being controlled by that person. It almost be like, you know, if, if you took a glass of water, I saw this earlier. I thought it was a pretty good example. If you take a glass of water and you shake it up a lot, you're going to have, you know, a lot of fizzy. You can't see the reflection of yourself. It's not until the water calms down and is mm. still that then you can see your reflection and make a decision. Mm. That's mm. deep. That's deep AF right there. I know, right? Man. All right. Well, we're going to get some good ones here. So second one here. I don't know if you saw us, but Jack Del Rio had some strong words about January 6th insurrection. Um, or about the contrast to these trials and saying that the people who were doing these riots all summer, why aren't, why aren't we going after them? Why aren't we holding them accountable for burning down biz- businesses, for rape, raping women and killing people? Why aren't we going after them? It's, it's complete BS when the insurrection is just a dust-up. And then he came out and no. apologized for saying that. That's because we've lost our mind. You know, people, this is one of my favorite things. When people are like, man, you're yelling at me. I'm like, I'm not yelling at you. Do you need an example of me yelling at you so that you can Mm. discern the difference? Because I can yell at you if I want to. But I'm not yelling right now. I'm not yelling. And this is the same thing. They had all kinds of craziness all summer. Riots, marches, uh, burning down federal buildings like the, the thing about the january 6th people is they're like oh this is a an attack on our government yeah well, what the hell do you think happened to the fire station or the police station that's a federal building like a government building there was a courthouse that got burned to the ground like what the hell people why is that okay but you just can't get over the fact that yeah there were some really upset people on january 6th should they have gone into the Capitol and done the things that they did? No. But why is it an either or? I think that's the point that Del Rio is making is like, guys, you had an entire summer of people looting stores, doing all that, setting up chop zones, no police allowed. It was insane. People were losing their minds and their lives. A lot of people were dying. Nobody seems to care about that. They only care about like, oh, you disrupted the government, the national government. I'm like, by the way, if you think that that's an insurrection, like, good Lord. It's it's kind of like the same people who always complain about like, oh, the people with guns, they're such a problem. I saw another hilarious thing. It was like, there's like 300 million guns and like trillions of rounds 
of ammo available. If we were the problem, you would know it. You know, but we're not. We're just responsible gun owners. And I think Del Rio should have stood his ground. I, you Rule number one in woke in, in our age of wokeness is never, ever, 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 ever apologize to the woke mob. I don't give a shit if they're upset. They can go take it up with their therapist in their sp- safe space and grab a blankie. Mm. That's that's good. <laughs> so my next question to you is the LIV, the LIV golf tour doesn't seem to have any plans for a women golf league. How sexist of them, Chris? Well, I mean, what what if a woman identifies as a man? Is she allowed to play? Is that like the does she, does Australian... she get the tee off from the red to, from the red tees? Wait, is that like <laughs> the Australian biologically uh... a woman, but she identifies as a man? Is that like the Australian soccer player who said that um, they should be able to compete with the men, and then like there a story came out saying that a fifteen U men's team in Australia beat them seven zero. <laughs> I mean, that's how it goes, so, right? But so you know how sexist of them to to do this. Yeah, I don't get why things like this aren't a hot topic when you have people in the Middle East. Well, I'll tell you why. That's who are doing sad. all this stuff. It's just a, they're going after the money. So h- how are they able to pull this off and not take any heat? Well, again, this is the perspective thing. Back to the previous question with Jack Del Rito and uh, having perspective. The people here are so blinded. They have no idea that America is the most tolerant country in the world. You cannot do, you cannot even talk about fighting for these things in other parts of the world without having massive conflict. There is no tolerance in Saudi Arabia for insolent women <laughs> you know any place that makes a woman wear a, a hijab or whatever you know the cover your face not because you made them but because you don't want to be tempted to sit like that's how that that's how that's rolling so you this is the ultimate like hey you got to wear a mask to protect me like no i wear a mask if i want to you know if you don't want to like look at women or feel like you're going to be tempted then maybe you should wear a blindfold Maybe you should cover your eyes. You don't make women cover up because of your own inability to control your own self. Mm. It's so dumb. It's so backwards. But you know what? Around the rest of the world, that's exactly how it is. Mm. See, that's that's the one thing that gets me about this golf golf league. When you talk about these guys just chasing chasing money, you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? You cannot. So, my last zinger Unless for you Unless you buy here. your own cake. That's true. In which case, you can do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so Memorial Day two years ago, gas was like a dollar eighty-seven a gallon, <sighs> something like that. But yeah. man, those tweets hurt. Those tweets hurt. Yeah. So, do you think it ever goes back down to under two bucks a gallon, or is this a new yeah. normal? Well, there is part of the people, you know, this is part of the thing. And and even we talked about it earlier when Obama came in, we saw that huge spike, Mm -hmm. um, which was the, it's like the rubber band. Like if you stretch that rubber band out, it never goes back to its original position, even when it's at rest, Mm -hmm. because that becomes the new normal, right? So we, we had seen $3 and 75 cent gasoline. You knew it was only a matter of time before the people got in charge and got up over four, four and a half. But now we're over five and it's spiraling out of control. But it's not it's not not on purpose. Like, I guess that's a double negative. What I'm saying is it is intentional from the leadership to create that because they want to push a different agenda. They want to steer the capitalistic market into um, this. Uh, life-saving approach for Mother Earth. They think that electric vehicles are going to be better for everybody uh, in their mind. And since they know best, they're going to lead that way and they're going to make it to where it costs so much to have gas that somebody goes, you know what, I might just go finance a Tesla and just figure it out. If they have, 
again, in truest the forms that most Democrats think, is that they don't understand how to think past two steps. So if everybody goes and gets a, well, if they go get an electric vehicle and then everybody puts plugs in their vehicle, gosh, I know we have brownouts here in Michigan during the summer when we can't mm. even handle the electric for all the AC. What the hell are you going to do when everybody has an electric vehicle and is plugging it in at night? Right? We don't even have the power for that. By the way, what's the life expectancy of a vehicle like that? When does it break down? When are you going to recycle those things? Can you even reuse that stuff? Or is it just continually just going to destroy the environment? Because that's the thing. They don't think about those after percussions. They just say, no, we don't like gasoline. Gasoline bad, bad man, bad orange man. I don't like, I don't like. I'm throwing a temper tantrum. I don't want to do this anymore. And somehow they win. And then that's what they do. They change everything. They shut down the supply and they make it all miserable for the rest of us. And then you got people like Cardi B who come out and are like, ah, my WAP hurts. Dude, you, you got to stop. This is way too intelligent for the rest of us. <laughs> this is way too intelligent for the rest of us right now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on it. A little tangent, but uh, you know, the answer is yes, of course, it can go back down to under two. It's just a function of supply and demand. So, I promise you, whoever gets elected, uh, if it's a Republican, you watch, you're gonna turn on the pipeline, they're gonna pass legislation, they're gonna open up the supply. And the argument's gonna be, you know, I, I've always contended like we have gasoline. This is why you know it's an agenda, by the way. This right here is the fact that there is, um, the ability to create the gasoline, the fuel, the oil here, right here in America. But instead, we don't do that. We 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 don't say gasoline's bad. We just say it's bad here in America because mm. we want something different. Why are you importing gasoline if you're so anti-gasoline? Why are you getting it from Venezuela? Why are you getting it from OPEC? Why the hell are you getting it from Russia? Why are you getting it from anywhere else except for us? We should be able to create our own and have our own independence, and we should actually be a net exporter of energy. Not an imp or uh, not an importer. We should be an exporter of energy. Dude, that is, think about that. That's such a great point. I'm telling you, what you're seeing right now is too intelligent for the rest of us. But that's like saying <laughs> McDonald's is or hamburgers bad. You shouldn't eat hamburgers at all. I will. You're not see me eat a hamburger in this house. I will not make you a hamburger. But then you go out to McDonald's and let them make a ham hamburger for you. If they're so bad, right. if 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 oil's so bad and gas is so bad, why are you getting it from somewhere else? Where it just why, costs why it more. Okay? Yeah, why is it okay? Yeah, why is it okay for them to drill for oil? Yeah, is That's it Mother stupid. Earth? Oh, maybe Mother Earth doesn't matter over there. You can poke you can poke her on the other side of the uh, Earth, not over here. Right. That's crazy. Just like plastic straws are bad, right? But then they give you a paper straw wrapped in plastic. And that's yeah, okay. But, then, but they just ignore the fact that India and China are like decimating the Indian Ocean and the water over there. So let's right. just, you know, it, it's almost like the definition of cutting off your nose to spite your face. Mm. Like, get what are you doing? <laughs> All right. So let's wrap it up with this is a different life topic topic but i see this stuff all the time chris it drives me crazy do you know what uh pem does is nope so it's the order of operations when it comes to math oh boy all right so forget about the first two letters the p and the e let's focus on the last four it's multi multiplication division addition and subtraction so, if you add two and subtract two, what do you get? Zero. Right. So, if you start with one and you multiply it by two and divide it by two, what do you get? One. You still get one, the same number. Mm -hmm. So, one, I see all these things on social, social media. People do not understand how the order of operations works. It's not that hard. Multiplication and division are opposites of each other. So it doesn't matter that the M comes before the D in a stupid acronym. They are the same, whether or not they come first or second. But because they, 
the whole point of the acronym is that you do multiplication and division before you perform any addition and subtraction. So you see these things that's like 1 plus 2 divided by 2 times 3 minus 4. And some, peop some peop people think that you have to do the multiplication first and then the division and then the addition first and then the subtraction. But it's not. You do multiplication and division. You do both of those first. Are any of them in parentheses on these examples? Like, no, we're gonna what, we're, we're gonna forget about parentheses, right? We're gonna because so, well, because you always have to do what's correct. within the parentheses. First if one number is in parentheses, out. correct. And if one number no. is in parentheses, that is indicative of it being multiplied. So you can either put that number in parentheses, or you can put a little x for the. Uh, well, if it's outside next to a parenthesis, that indicates that it's the same correct. as an X for multiplication. Correct. But I hear people that think that you perform the the multiplication first, and then you perform division. But it's not. It's just whatever comes first when you read left to right. So it's so funny when you see these things, and like the answer is eight, 18, but someone's like, no, it's 12, because you have to do division first, because it comes before the uh, multiplication or or like whatever they say. And I'm like, dude, you're so stupid. Just do mul multiplication and division first. And then you add and subtract track them as you go along. Like it's not hard math. It's literally math is one way. Two plus two equals four. You do multiplication and division first. Whatever one is read left to right, you do it first. Even if a division signs before a multiplication sign. And then you add and subtract after that in whatever order it is, left to right. That's how you get your answer. But what I think is, if how do people get by grade school if they don't understand this? And maybe like some people forget it because they haven't done it in a while, whatever. But there's people who are so certain of their answer and are completely wrong because math is true or false. Well, there's not a... There's no guess. Like, how can you be so sure of your answer and you're an idiot? You're completely wrong. I think it's more that um, in those cases, maybe they're not wrong. But like here, if, for example, Chad, if I told you the answer is four, that's the answer to the problem, four. And you're going to say, well, what's the problem? I go, doesn't matter. I'm telling you what the answer is. The answer is four. And then somebody comes along and says, well, yeah, that's because the problem is two plus two. And the answer is four. Well, what if it was uh, nine minus five? What's the answer? Four. What if it is six? What's the square root of 16? Mm. Oh, it's four. But I told you at the end what the answer is. The answer is four. But you have all these people give those three examples. And they're like, dude, you're an idiot. The like here's the problem. It's the square root of sixteen, and they're like, "Yeah, no, it's actually just nine minus five. The other person's like, "Yeah, no, it's just two plus two. and then they start fighting with each other because they're not happy with what the problem is, and they ignore the fact that they have the answer. It's kind of like what we talked about last week about the gun control thing. <clears throat> the answer is the mental health issue, and they want to argue about the the problem. Mm. Whether or not it's the guns mm. or we have enough protection in the school or we can take away guns or we can do whatever. We can make some law or we can put signs up. But we all know the answer is mental health. Mm. So let me know when you get there. Right. I do have a question. Order of operations, my man. <laughs> Why do the Democrats continue to want to take away guns when Chicago is the most gun controlled area and has one of the worst murder rates in the country. They're the nine minus five people. They think by taking away things that it somehow equals the answer. But you can't take and away, it, you, you can't have stricter laws in Chicago. People still die by gunshots. Hey, if we eliminated guns, like, um, uh, you know, like a, a species that's now extinct, like the human race cannot create or make or have any guns in its existence, then by definition, no one could die from gun control or gun violence. I'm yeah. sorry. I, 
right? But now, now we got to get into the issue of like how impossibly psychotic is it to even consider that there will never ever be a gun on the planet, right? They'll, we'll just kill each other with other things. It's just I was just gonna say to even think so that makes it the, that that whole solution is 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 moronic. Even when you just say it out loud, you're, you're just right. Like, come on, like come on. I want to find a libtard out out there and ask him why gun control doesn't work in Chicago. Because I already know what their answer is going to be. Well, because there's not gun control everywhere across the country. So they can go get a gun wherever and bring it into Chicago. Yeah, you're right. Because that's exactly what I'm, what I'm going to do. I'm going to fly in from Columbia, South Carolina, just to go to Chicago to take my gun there to go kill somebody. Who I don't or even know. Maybe, maybe you just head on down to Kenosha, you know, a la Kyle Rittenhouse, because you got travel with your run. Let's go kill some bam, people. Bam. Right. Like, come on. You, you know that's one of the answers that that they're that they're gonna give. I don't have to ask them. I don't have to look it up because those are the stupid things they say. If yeah. gun control doesn't work in Chicago, because like you said, they're just gonna kill someone with something else then why are we continuing to want to take away guns? You can't take away more from zero. If you can't have guns, you can't take away more guns. So apparently that's not the solution. Why don't we try to think of other things? And it's funny because the people on the left are considered the progressives. But no, if you're sticking with the same, if you're trying to solve the problem the same way, is that progressive? No. No. Mm. I would say it's I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> anyway, man. Yo, good show. I don't even know what you were gonna say. Good show. Tune in next week. Maybe I'll tell you then. Mm. Tune in next week. Commander Dayton. Commander Walls. Under his eye, my friend. Go in grace. Blessed be the fruit. Oh.